Welcome to the J2 Hub podcast, where we focus on everything from property development, hot entrepreneurially business topics, and real-life scenarios facing business owners just like you and I. Brought to you by James Sahota, we bring you exciting real-life property, business and entrepreneurially related hot topics, and that little bit more. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the uh, the property event podcast. <laughs> That's what it's called, isn't it? The property event podcast. You've got the TM, man. You've got the TM. Trademark. Trademark. TM, people. We are TM'd, yeah? Trademarked. So don't come at us, yeah? The property event is an official trademark. Um, so if anyone tries to use it, you get sued. Uh, now, today we're going to talk about a topic which is actually quite relevant to our next event, which is on the 10th of February. We have our good friend, D Ludlow, who I was with on Sunday evening. We're both with on Sunday evening, had dinner with on, on Saturday. Can you believe it? I managed to get him into a place that it was like 15 pounds ahead. You know what I mean? Normally he's used to like 150 ahead in, in uh, Dubai. So I was <laughs> shocked that I even got him in this place. Um, let's talk about a topic that's close to our hearts. That's also close to our um hmm, i don't know uh, uh close to our stress levels close to our confusion at the moment close to our oh my god 50 percent of value has gone lol at the moment <laughs> um, and this is crypto oh my god hashtag crypto guys buy my nft it's my face but like a hundred times um so james you and i both invest in crypto and we have for I mean, I suppose properly for what a year, yeah, about a yeah, year? yeah, about that. Um, I actually invested in Bitcoin and Ether and Litecoin about six years ago. Only put in like, you know, uh, actually, I think I put it on my store. I think I put in like fifty-four quid, and when yeah. I measured it at the high, it was like four hundred and forty quid. So it's not a bad return. It's huge. Yeah, I just you know wish I'd um, put more money in because I discovered that account lately, and I was like, oh, what about? Oh, I wonder. No, I didn't. Um. And James, we both do different coins, probably a lot of overlap. Um, mm-hmm. We've both done NFTs. I, I think we bought s- 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 one or two NFTs the same. Hey, hey, listen, just on the topic of NFT, what happened to everybody's D-gods? <laughs> listen, I'm holding what, what, out what, what did yours go to? Just, just out of interest. Um, no, it's still above the floor price. It's still above the price. Yeah, I'm yeah, but okay, so what is the floor price? Just, just, I'm just, I haven't looked at it because I sold mine and made a shitload of profit on it. So I don't bother looking at them no more. I don't know, but I'm going to look at Alpha Art. Oh, the floor 6.25 and I purchased it for three. So I'm, I'm, I'm double. You know? I exited at 28. 28 sol. Yeah. And what I could, the week, 28, yeah. When I was away at that lodge, remember when I messaged you, I said I sold for 28 and you said you should have kept it. But then when, oh, I didn't know it went that high. Dude, it went higher than that. Yeah, I should have been in and out. Um, It was, it was, you know what, it was, uh, how you know, it was one that I thought, let me hold it for a bit longer. Let's see what happens. But yeah, should have should have flipped it in. I don't even like the fucking art as well. It's just weird. It's like, But you know what, on the same token, yeah, I got that 28 soul and it's just gone to shit anyway, so. Well, yeah. So we both um 
do some interesting stuff. We're both part of Onkar's um, 5D, not 5D group. Chronicles. Onkar's, Chronicle group. Chronicles um, crypto group. We're part of D Ludler's 5D mastermind. So we have people helping us and supporting us with crypto. So don't think we're like geniuses who do all the research. We basically let other people do it for us and make informed decisions from we're, that. Wait, 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 wait. We're just copycats. You can say that, James, but I make informed decisions upon <laughs> No, you don't. You say, Onkar, what should I do? Should I invest in this? <laughs> So I'll see got, you in the group. I'll see you in the got, group. Uh, you got to utilize the people around you. Now, um, at the event, obviously, Dee's going to be speaking. He's one of our suppliers, one of our mates. He's going to be talking about all things crypto. But we're really going to also talk about like property versus crypto. Because, James, we know some people who are anti-crypto, pro-property. I mean, there's some people who are pro-crypto, anti-property. And there's always like people chatting shit. When crypto is really high... These guys say nothing when it's really low. The property, some of them are like, oh, uh, I would never invest in it. Everyone just chats it on the internet. Um, but wow, this wine plus guy chatting shit in the, in the <laughs> room. Listen, I've been calorie restricting and you're telling me that. No, it's the lighting, man. It's because obviously the beard, it just makes oh, it leave bigger. it out. Um, but yeah, everyone, if you're listening to this, obviously James has been going gym shim and doing, you know, runnings and stuff like that. So you know, obviously he's a bit slim, slim fit now, isn't it? Zara man, slim fit medium and that. Um, so crypto. Now, at the moment, James, we're, I mean, deep breath, I suppose, pretty much a bloodbath. Um, crypto, I mean, let's get the chart up of old Butka, BTC. Um, on my chart, it dropped to 32,950 um, from a recent high of 68 Okay, so that's um, more than what a fifty percent drop? No, not more than just a, it's a lot of money dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people comment on this, and of course they do the volatility, right? Oh my god, crypto up and down, blah blah blah. What are your thoughts, and how do you feel like right now when you know when you're holding Bitcoin? Depending on where you bought it, probably not in the healthiest of shapes. How do you emotionally deal with it? Do you know what you just gotta you just gotta forget about it, I think. Um, and for me, I find it to be a massive distraction. As much as I like it, it's also a huge distraction and it takes me away from you know doing things in property. And sometimes you can sit there looking at charts, looking at things, and you think to yourself, Jesus, this has uh, really gone to shit. So I've totally just I don't even look at it anymore because I know if I look at it any longer it's just going to make me start crying because I really should have taken profits off the table when you know it had I, I literally would have been playing with the house's money if I'd removed my money only a few weeks ago when when D had his event over in Cardiff when I went to that I still remember I was sitting in the coffee shop with Harvey and Harvey big up Harvey Gill he was talking me through some things on Binance and he was saying look James he, these are all-time highs. Everything you've got is all-time highs. You could exit right now and still be playing with the house's money. And I'm like, oh, Harv, you know what? I'm I'm a typical Indian man. I'm gonna hold this. I'm gonna hold this for a little bit longer because I can see it going to Punjab. I mean, to the moon. But obviously, it didn't, mate. It just went down south, like literally within a few days. So I really did learn my lesson there. But I think, like you say, emotionally, I'm. I reckon there must be some people sitting there who just cry. And just look at it and think, oh my God, what have I done? And then we see certain messages on Twitter where people are like, I put my whole life savings in this. I don't know how I'm going to approach my wife. I don't know what I'm going to say to my wife. Whereas my wife is laughing at me and my son at the moment because she's like, you boys didn't tell me about the crypto stuff you were doing, did you? And we're like, no, we didn't. She goes, so I had to do my own research. So she goes, sod you lot, I'm buying in the dip and I know you boys bought in an all-time high. So 
my wife's gone out there and got herself educated. She's got herself one of the, the, the ledger wallets and she's doing her own thing, just laughing at us boys because we, it's not that we didn't get her involved. We just thought she didn't want to get involved. You know, we just naturally, me and my son thought, nah, nah, she ain't into all this. But it's hugely emotional, man. It's massively emotional, this crypto stuff, if you don't handle your emotions properly. And I think um, right now more so, I think there must be people that are thinking, oh my God, I've made the biggest mistake of my life. Yeah, well said. I think you have to kind of, um, like with any investing, I mean, it depends on your time frame, but you have to kind of ignore it. Um, and it's easy to say, well, bloody hell, it was at 65 before I was all the way up. And then now it's all the way down. And of course, because there's, there's so much uncertainty because it's new, you look back at the chart, you zoom out a bit and we're talking, it was 10K at one point, And you kind of think, well, if we compare it to stocks and shares, I don't think you can do they can go back to where they were. So this can too. And so I think it is pretty scary, especially when people haven't invested money that they aren't willing to lose because because of the risk, because of the volatility, we don't know where this is going or how it's going to get there. Um, obviously, D you know, does all the research and Onka does all the research and we kind of talk about it and stuff. But really, no one knows, right? Everyone can predict or make assumptions or kind of go off data but no one knows you know even technical analysis doesn't always like prove itself in like crypto so it is quite scary and i think i suppose you have to look back at the chart and say we've been here twice before you know when you talk about scary you know what scares me is the people that have taken credit to go into this because i've read about people using their interest-free credit cards and just you know hyping up 20 30 40 grand chucking money into this uh, taking cash advances and thinking, man, them guys must be sitting there right now thinking, what the hell have I done? Because you know what? If you've taken a cash advance on a credit card that's given you, say, 18 months or, say, 12 months interest-free, even six months interest-free, you're going to be sitting there right now thinking, oh, my God, I've taken 10 grand. I'll put it into crypto. That's now sitting at five grand or four grand. So you've just gone minus, minus. You know, they're the people that I'm thinking, shit, you got some big balls or you're just stupid. Yeah, I think you have to borrow responsibly because it's very easy to get a couple of grand, you know, for most people from a credit card on, I mean, my thing was offering me that 2,800. I didn't even know it had a balance transfer thing on it, but it, they sent me an email literally saying, hey, you can use it. It runs out in a few months. And I'm like, I'm all right for now, but it's that easy that I click a button. I already have the credit card, so there wouldn't really there. be an application. Yeah. And it's there. And Okay, yes, there are some people obviously who have put tens and hundreds and whatever in this game that we know, but like, yeah, you need to be careful. Like, it's not like, I don't want to say it's not like stocks and shares because those can obviously tumble. And I think everything's having a bit of a tumble at the moment. It's not just crypto if you look at the markets, but they don't, you know, they don't tend to be as volatile as this. And there can sometimes be more warning in the sense that if it's a company, you can look at the performance of the company, you can look at the social media of it. But with here, it's such a new big wide world and the social media about it is well it's kind of a, it's a mixed bag like there's no sort of um like yeah it, it's very difficult to predict it's very difficult to work with and very difficult to understand and i think in someone said it in the chat here um is like borrow and invest responsibly you know like people have been saying from the beginning only invest what you can afford to lose because this is new it's like if there was a you know like vc companies right They'll put all this money into these like, you know, oh, could this be the unicorn? 99% of them fail or 90%, 10% become big, big companies. 
this is that kind of situation where it's yeah, like, of course, yeah, most people will. Well, I say I'm not going to say most people will lose money on it, but most people need to be very, very careful because imagine if this was your life savings. You've worked the past five years. You bought in a say 50 let's say you bought one bitcoin at 50 it's now worth 37 just how would that feel like imagine you bought a 60 i don't know why you'd buy after you know but imagine and now you're at 37 you know what my rules to myself are that look i know i've said i've earmarked that money as a loss if it goes it goes and if it goes higher that's very good for me but right now it's sitting there and i'm thinking okay if this just blew up and just went to zero, am I okay? Yeah, of course I'm not okay losing flipping well, however many figures it is. But at the end of the day, if you're looking at it like that and you can afford to lose it, then I suppose you're in a better place. But if you're if that's money that you've taken out of a bank account that was saved for a new car or a deposit on a house or I don't know, your kid's college fund or your double glazing window or whatever it might be, <laughs> mate, you're going to be sleeping in a cold house soon or you're going to be sleeping in a very warm house in a warm country. Yeah. And James, what do you think about people? And there's someone in the comments here, given it large. What do you think about people who maybe look at crypto as one big scam or don't see any future in it or kind of just see it as a like a zeitgeist, a thing of the moment? Dude, two and a half years ago, I wish I'd listened to what D said to me. And I didn't listen to him because I was like, no, do you know what? I'm okay in property. But there was something that pricked my ears about 18 months ago. And I still got in then. But it's here to stay. I don't care what anybody says. It's here to stay. It's the way we're going to be doing business in the future. It's the way the currencies are going. Um, and if you still think it's not something tangible, I think there's something wrong with you, man. I think, you know, when you look at some of the real world use cases, and I mean, Bitcoin is a currency. How can a currency be so volatile? I don't see how that makes sense until it's stable, because how can, how can James, as my employer, pay me 60 grand a year at the height of Bitcoin. And now I'm trying to buy a car and pay my bills, but the 60 grand he gave me is worth 37. It doesn't make sense. So I think, I don't know how possible that is given the volatility, but like the blockchain NFTs, when it comes to purchasing houses, like why aren't title deeds and everything like an NFT? Why aren't we we buying houses stored Mm -hmm. on the blockchain instead of land reg stored on pieces of paper dealing with idiots? Like, there's so much I think we can do and payments as well using things like, oh, which one was it? Solana. I think it was another one that can settle payments so quickly. Like maybe not for us as daily users sending each other, you know, a couple hundred quid, but for bigger banks and for institutions, this sort of stuff saves so much money and it can be a lot more secure. So I think when you really look at the technology, I think there is a use case for it in lots of different sectors and yeah, at the moment, NFTs are, you know, pictures, JPEGs and all this sort of random weird stuff. But like the use cases for so many of these make sense. And anything's got to be better than some of the shit, shit systems that we use at the moment. Um, Wine Plus said James Sohota or James Satoshi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Wow. James is a big, big bully, you know. So, hey, listen, uh, maybe- do you know what I was going to say to you? You're talking about the banks and the banking system. 
My 11-year-old son was in the bank with me. He's soon to be 12. My 11-year-old son was in the bank with me, and it took us so flipping long just to withdraw £10,000 from an account. Asked us all these damn questions. Yeah, and we were there for an hour and a half. They're doing all these checks. This was a while back now. And the 11-year-old turns around, and he says to the bank manager, he goes, do you know what? I can't wait till all this moves on the blockchain. This would have been done in seconds, and none of you lot would have jobs. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. Your son said this. My son said this. I thought I told you about this. And he just lamped it on this bank manager. And this old guy turned around and goes to the boy. He goes, you know what? I actually agree with you. He goes, you shouldn't have to wait this long to get your own money. And the fact that an 11-year-old is thinking like that, man, it just goes to show that look, he's picking his information up from TikTok, wherever it is, um, Instagram, whatever he's watching, it's obviously filtering through to him. And he's seeing a real-world use for it. You know, as a real world example, he's sitting there thinking, yeah, this is coming and I can't wait. And he's showing someone that, look, this is what's going to happen when it does come. And, you know, the generation that your son is in, obviously, like, you know, in my kind of generation, obviously, compared to you. um, We're in the same flipping generation. (laughs) I don't get it. Why do you always say this? I am in the same generation. It's like when you're born in September or something and you get to go in a year above school. That's what you're saying. Leave it out. Leave it out, man. (laughs) If... If your son's generation are saying this and they expect things instantly, even more than we do, like we understand the instant thing, but they, they get it on a different level. They are not going to stand for the slow shit and for taking for it. Like they're just not like 100%. as a generation, it's yeah. just not going to fly. So, you know, something has to change. Um, you know, and I know it's all about decentralized, taking it away from the banks. And then there's talk of, is it going to be regulated and all? And these are the things that D is going to cover on the 10th of February, right? Like, He's coming and he's ready for all of your questions. Um, Mrs. Core, yes, this is going to be saved on our podcast. So go and subscribe and you can listen to it. Um, he's going to talk about all of this stuff because when you're starting out, yes, everyone knows Bitcoin, everyone knows Ethereum, right? But a lot of people don't know some of the altcoins as it's called. They don't know what NFTs are. They don't know about so many of these other coins and so many places that you can start and invest, but also the risk and reward. Because he'll tell you on the 10th, just like mm. we've been telling you, you have to do it safely. You have to know what you're putting into it. You have to look into what you're doing and how you're doing it. Because um, what was what was I speaking to? Um, someone, was it you, James, who was saying that? Um, no. Ah, so someone told me, someone they know, knows someone whose family or something like this is really rich. like, And they kind of don't know where it's from. Anyways, apparently they asked him and he's in, I don't know, like he's in Pakistan or India or somewhere. And he goes... Yeah, so I've got a team of hackers and we just hack crypto wallets and we take all the funds and he's got like, what was it? He showed them like six mil or something. No, are you serious? Was it yeah. one of your uncles? It's not one of mine. It's not one of mine. If, if it is one of my uncles, he needs to invest it. No, I'm kidding. Don't hack kids. Well, no, learn to hack because you can protect against it. But things like that, and we've had it in Oncar's group, you know, um, someone had like some money, to, like an NFT taken or something. Yeah, yeah obviously it nicked, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and obviously Oncar's produced lots of stuff about keeping it secure, like 10 steps. Mm. But it's the kind of thing you have to do. Um, and even, but even crypto tech, some of the tech doesn't keep up with the tech, you know, like wallets, MetaMask. I think it's, it's just trash. It's yeah. so useless. Yeah. And you just think, oh, is this really going to be a currency? The freaking wallet is not even a fun- like it doesn't function properly. Yeah. I've got I've got um eighteen millions worth of ETH in my MetaMask wallet. It ain't mine. It's a virus. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah, a yeah. So yeah, man. I I think like there's so much D's gonna cover. And he said to me when I saw him, he said, "I'm gonna come with my laptop. I'm gonna hook it up. I'm gonna take everyone through the charts. 
I'm going to take everyone through the history. I'm going to show them raw facts and data about what's happening, why it's happening, where it's going, how it's going to get there, which, which is basically what he delivers on the 5D, which is paid. He's going to deliver to everyone at the event. So, And you know what I love about when he does his presentation, no matter what question he's thrown at, this guy has a solid answer with solid facts and it's solid backed you know even when he's told told to kind of compare property against crypto this guy he just knows what he's talking about man and like i was saying earlier on if i'd listened to him two years ago and just and just dropped a little hundred in that you know crypto thing back then it'd be in a totally different position right now but he had the hindsight to go out there and research this and really consume himself and that's what i love about what he's done he's not just talking from the masses or getting his information from YouTube. This guy's actually going out there and looking at charts and looking at stuff. And, you know, he still loves property. He still loves property as an investment class, but he's just found something that's got him to a position that would have taken him ages to get to mm-hmm. property. You know? I mean, it would have so, been impossible in property with starting with just your funds. It, it would be impossible. Exactly. I mean, I was only on the phone to him last night. We were talking about something and we were comparing, you know, a group of HMOs compared to, another investment class that we were talking about and you just think shit man it's going to take me a long time to get to where i want to get to even with a huge thing but you know having said that I st- he still feels it's a very secure class and i do love when he has this debate going because you know what he sometimes he undersells himself in the sense that he's a very intelligent clever guy who's made a lot of people some money and like ted was saying People pay some serious money to be part of this 5D mentorship that D does. And he's down at our place in February and he's going to be there for a good three hours and he's going to be networking after in the pub as well. So if you guys wanted to pick brains on somebody who's a crypto, you know, uh, a king, I would say, you know, someone who knows it inside out, this is going to be a prime opportunity for you to come down, book a ticket, spend some time with him. And he's a decent guy. He's a really nice guy. He's not one of those guys who's not going to talk to you. He's got time for everyone. He just always mm-hmm. looks so tired as well because the guy's so busy. <laughs> but even then, he'll still make an effort to talk to you and tell you what it's all about. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better, to be fair. He will be there the whole time, which he has been a couple of times actually so far. Um, and he's way he's so humble about himself. But we've seen the you know the effect of his knowledge on himself and all of us in the in the mastermind and hey, around dude, him i've seen his crypto wallet <laughs> so have i and it, it shows i'm not gonna you, say anything <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything but it just shows you what is possible um and how you know yes look there are threats of course they're threats like and there's opportunities and you have to know the risk you have to manage the risk and there's none of it is investment advice it's merely what he's doing and his views on something but you know, now is a time, especially where the property market is so hot right now, where, and we should always be doing this, by the way, diversity is the spice of life. This is in, you know, in, in every aspect, the UK government might want to take note and all a lot of employers in the UK. But, uh, anyways, um, investing is important to be diverse, you know, gold, silver, stocks and shares, you know, equities, whatever. It's important to look at what's happening now. And you do hear these stories of, oh my God, crypto millionaires, I did all that. And okay, sometimes you might think, oh, it's BS. But if you follow some of these coins and you like you and you can actually look at some of the wallets, so you can actually publicly see well, you can't you can publicly see the blockchain and blah, 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 what's happening. So you can actually see and verify some of these transactions and some of these statements. And it is possible. I mean, like, you know, you've made like a grand and a half on a Shiba and like was in Dogecoin or something in like a couple of days or weeks or something like that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, these things are possible. Um, obviously they're taking a big risk to make a, a big reward, but 
this is exactly what D's going to cover on the 10th, right? It's like, well, how much should I put in? You know, sh- should I look at this? Should I look at this tiny coin that's like 0.04 pence at the moment? Is it going to go crazy? Like Ripple apparently was 10 years ago. Where the hell is Ripple at right now? Please, someone tell me because it's sitting here in my wallet. <laughs> it's gone up by like 10% in seven years. Um, but yeah, this is exactly what D's going to cover. Um, and, and you know, sorry, Ted, just to touch on that point, you know, the other great thing I, I like about D as well is, it's not as if this is an overnight success, you know. This guy has mm. had some serious challenges in his business journey. He, he talks about some serious failures he's had as well. So he's had a journey that's been a lot of failures to start with. And now he's hit some serious success because he's consumed himself. And again, that typical thing, he's stuck with the whole business thing and he's not given up. He's got a real nice journey that he's been through. It's not as if he's just landed on this one thing and it's hit. It's happened over time where he started to look at stuff like, okay, what are the governments doing? What is this asset class doing? What's that asset class doing? And he's looked at it and been able to predict certain things. So he's not just an overnight success. You know, this is probably accumulated of five, six years worth of work has gone into this for him to be where he is at this point right now. Yeah. And, you know, crypto is, is, has opportunities. Like we said, you, you know, you can turn a small amount into a deposit with, and you probably, you could have if you started six, seven months ago with ease done it. Um, and exited at a safe place you could have gotten at not the best point you could have exited at not the best point and you would have still made some decent bank um nfts again are super popular you know gary v has his collection sold out like instantly he made did he make 40 mil uh, he made so much money from it um i've heard disney or marvel are coming out with nfts so get me some obi-wan kenobi nfts um like it's and lamborghini lamborghini have an nft did you see that mm. That's, I mean, look, Lamborghini, aka Audi, having an NFT, that's like one of the world's biggest, most popular car makers, most well-known. I mean, yeah, you could call it a trend, but you could also look at it and say, well, shit, something's happening here that all of these names are jumping on this, right? And then the metaverse, uh, Mark Zucky renamed his thingy to Meta, Meta. Something's happening there. You know, he had the VR Oculus, whatever, years and years ago. But, you know, are me and James going to, not do this like this in the future are we gonna like jump into the virtual world and then just like see each other in in a virtual world and be in la or something i don't know possibly possibly la would be a lot nicer than here uh james do you want to give everyone a quick roundup of the event as we sort of come to a close of this podcast yeah sure so guys it's on the 10th of feb we kick off at 6 p.m. It is in Farringdon or Clerkenwell. The nearest station is Farringdon or King's Cross. So you've got no excuse where you're coming in from. There is parking available as well on the side roads at that time. Um, and we've got some great speaker coming down, as you already know who he is. Um, and you know what? It's a place where everybody is welcome. We don't treat you any differently, whether you're experienced or you're a newbie or you've never been in property or you've never been in crypto, whatever. It's open doors. Obviously, you've got to book a ticket to get in. It's not open doors like that. But, you know, it's a very welcoming place. There's cold beers, Prosecco, and lots of networking goes on. And I know after the event, it all goes on till about 1 o'clock in the morning anyway, or 12 o'clock in the morning at the local pub, which, again, you can get some food at and some drinks. So don't worry about eating either. You know, after the event, there's a place right next door where you can have your dinner. So, yeah, all-round great place, thepropertyevent.co.uk. Do get your tickets because this is a hot one that's going to sell out. And don't do the typical thing where you come on the day in the morning and you say, yo, bro, could you hook me over a ticket, please, man? I'll pay like four times the price. Please, please, please just let me in. Or worse still, you just turn up the door and you're like, 
Oh, dude, can I get in, please? <laughs> we have a capacity of 80 people in this venue. So please don't leave it last minute because if you do turn up at the door, we're going to sadly have to tell you to leave or you can kind of look through the triple glazing windows and you won't be able to hear anything, but you'll be able to see us. There we go. He said it. And look, it's for property people. It's for crypto people. It's for business people. Last time we had oh, five point something million in the room. Last time it was four. Time before it was three. Every single time we've got people from every strategy, every area of the UK, like our, we do like a poll at the beginning of it and the map of kind of where you see it is literally the whole of the UK. The amount of money in the room for JVs or for investors is huge. People are raising money in these rooms. They're learning things. Look, your network is your net worth. Yeah, it's cliche. Everyone says it. But the only way that me and James are talking to you right now is because we networked and found this. The only way that a lot of you know us is because you network with us in some shape or form. Your investors, you're going to network with them to find them. So don't neglect it. Don't just sit on your ass at home. Oh, I can't be bothered with social media. Can't be bothered with networking. And then be like, oh, I can't raise any money. I can't find any deals. Well, there's a straightforward way you can do this, people. So as James said, 10th of February, thepropertyevent.co.uk. The link will also be in the show notes and we will see you all then. And uh, thanks for listening to the property event. Podcast. And you know what? You get to um, you get to have a special picture with Tej because he'll have his yellow t-shirt on and you get to witness us abusing each other as well, which is always quite amusable. It, that is there, both guarantees. So we will all see you on the 10th of February. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the J2 Hub podcast with James Sahota. If you like the podcast, Feel free to subscribe so you never miss another podcast from James. And if you got value from this podcast, do take the time to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you consume your podcast content from. And remember, you're never too late to become something you truly want to become.